yo, yo, what up, podcast family? And shout out to all my soon-to-be subscribers. Welcome to Everybody Somebody. I'm your host, Jason Snow, and thank you for tuning in. Wherever it is you get your podcast, make sure you like this, subscribe to this, show me some love. Now let's hop into this next episode. What's up, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody Somebody. And today... I have Miss Amy Cunningham with me today. Uh, definitely very excited about this episode. Um, I'm, uh, for those that listened to my last couple episodes, just uh, I'm a very curious person. I love hearing about things that I don't really know much about or haven't really tried to like dive deep into. And I think today's conversation of spir- spirituality, excuse me, is something that I'm very intrigued by and. I'm very curious about, uh, and just reading up on Amy and just, just, just listen, I'm just seeing her story. I would love to just learn more about it and just, just hear from her point of view and just her experiences of why she feels the way she feels about spirituality. But first, let me let Miss Amy introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Amy Gray Cunningham. I am an author of Daring to Believe. And I'm also the host of Butterfly Kisses, which is a, a podcast all about um, spiritual transformation. And basically, my journey is all about spiritual transformation and where I've come from and to where I am now. And I'm still transforming, it seems like, <laughs> <laughs> which is a good thing. Yes, man. As, as, we, as we all are. Uh, I think that's the most important thing, uh, you know, people say have like a growth mindset. And I think that plays into, uh, you know, your spiritual beliefs, mm-hmm. um, just everyday life, just always trying to grow and just become better people. Yes. Yes. I can remember as a kid having conflicting ideas about spirituality. Mm-hmm. I couldn't grasp. Um, in my last podcast, I talked about the fact that I saw God as this this old white man with this white beard that sat in a chair <laughs> in the sky and he kind of handed out, um, you know, blessings or shot down fireballs, depending on whether you were good or bad. Kind of like, <laughs> you know, Santa Claus that kind of saw, you know, if you were good or bad and you, whether or not you got gifts or not. So that's kind of how I saw God in my head. And I always felt like I never quite measured up and what I was actually searching for is what my soul, I think, looked for as in heaven, basically. Uh-huh. I was trying to find heaven on earth. And I believe today, what my beliefs are, is that we are all um, divine beings having a human experience in this earthly realm. And we're here to experience ourselves as our as divinity as divine and we do that through this 3d world which is pretty exciting yeah i think <laughs> yeah yeah it's de- definitely exciting um and, and for those who you know because we, we everyone has their own opinions and beliefs you know some people don't believe some people believe some people mm-hmm. believe in different things mm-hmm. i think uh, and i don't want to be controversial on what people believe or don't believe but some people believe in something and i think that's important. Like yes. whatever it is that you believe, whatever that something is, is it, br- it brings some type of, I don't know, some relief or some type of uh, comfort 
in knowing that I have to get to this level or achieve this to have like an end satisfaction or complete completed life, so to say. I always say everything is perfectly perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we are right where we're supposed to be. And it's no, there's no mistake or coincidence. Actually, uh, Instagram post that I'm posting today is all about that. It's, it says there are, and it's from Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. It says, there's no mistakes, no coincidences. All events are blessings given to us to learn from. And perfect, perfect. perfect. Uh, and it's exactly the way I feel today. Because I think that all of our lessons that we go through in life are for our blessings. And I've actually just, I mean, I went through something in the past couple months that was the hardest thing I've ever gone through, mm -hmm. which was the death of my husband. And I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. It was very unexpected. And it happened the day after my son's wedding, our oldest son's wedding. So it was very a traumatic experience. And I'm still going through the grieving process, but I'm beginning to see that it really challenged my faith and challenged my belief. Uh, However, I really do believe that, like I said, there are no coincidences and there are no mistakes. Everything is meant for our blessing. And I believe that going through the grief, which is a very human, human yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, emotion and experience, that there will be a blessing. And there is a blessing because I do believe even though going through pain and sorrow that we can still choose joy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I I definitely want to come back to what you were just talking not not about your husband, your your husband, but about um just challenging your your beliefs and what you believe just from things that happen. I definitely want to come back to that because I have a lot of things in my mind are just floating around that I always ask why or why is that. Um, but first, let, let, could you introduce my uh my listeners and people that listen to me about what Butterfly Kisses is all about. Oh, yes, definitely. Butterfly Kisses started actually as um, I'm, I am an Akashic Record reader. I help people in the Akashic Records. And it, at first it was going to be a podcast about Akashic Records. And then I mm -hmm. got, and I was like, no, it's got to be about something more than that because there's more out there. And I, I wanted to hear about other people's stories and experiences around spirituality. And just from looking at my past and the things that I've gone through and to where I'm at today, I think it's very fascinating where I was when I was 10, 11, 15, 18, 20, 21, even up until today at 50. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, hey, that's young. That's very young. <laughs> yeah, 50 young. It, you know, how things have changed and, and transformed. And I believe that it's kind of like the journey of a butterfly. You know, okay. you go through the caterpillar stage of crawling on your belly and, you know, eating the leaves and, you know, studying and kind of trying to figure out your way and then going through the cocoon process. And literally you, it, it does, you become 
gook. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you literally, you become something completely different. And then you emerge from this cocoon into this beautiful, amazing, you know, butterfly. And my father, who is one of my most important teachers in this lifetime, he taught me the ability to forgive. He was an alcoholic and was not around a lot with my growing up. And, but we were always very close. It was a very strange relationship. But I always had an understanding where he came from and how he helped me to grow in the process because what I went through with him has helped me to spread my wings and has helped me to overcome a lot of adversity. And if it wasn't for him and the experiences that I went through with him and his alcoholism and his subsequent death from, from alcoholism, I don't know if I would be where I'm at today. Man, that, that's, uh, this is is funny. It's kind of ironic. Uh, we're talking about spirituality and we're just, what you just touched on is, man, is, is, is my life. Mm-hmm. My, uh, for, and for, for people that know me, uh, and that know my actual, my biological father, our relationship is, is rocky and, and, and everything that I've become and everything I've tried and I've not become is because of him. Um, and it took me a while to, I would say, get over it. And I still have, you know, feelings which I'm sure you may do too. I still have feelings and, and thoughts and, and memories about things that might make me mad or frustrate me. But it took me a while to actually forgive him for not being in my life. Yes. And I think, I think like in how you talked about being able to forgive people, I think it, 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 it's like a burden off of you because if you just sit there and just be mad and hold grudges, you can't live your life how you want to, how you're living or how you're supposed to live it. And is, is, man, that's crazy that you, you brought that up because I had been thinking about that and I, I was watching something on TV and I don't even know what it was, but someone was just having a conversation with a friend and they were talking about how, you know, your life experiences with your parents kind of craft your life, mm-hmm. whether it be good or bad. And I was like, man, that's, that's, that's spot on because. I'm trying to just be a better person. My wife and I just like, I think I emailed you about it. My wife and I had a baby and I don't know if I emailed you that or not, but my wife and I just had a baby and now I'm a father, first time father. And I didn't really have my father around. So now I'm really kind of just learning how to be a father and just, just experiences with him. I kind of know not what to do or what to be Mm -hmm. for her. That just gave me chills. I've got goosebumps all up and down my arms. Yes, I believe I believe that when we incarnate into this world, when we come to this world, we actually pick our parents based off of what it is we want to learn in this lifetime. And I believe I be, you know there there are many different beliefs out there, and there's yeah. many things that um, you know help people. And one of the my, one of my last episodes, podcast episodes, was on bus stop conversations, and it's and it's all about you know having that quote unquote bus stop conversation before you incarnate with people to say okay I want to learn this lesson 
and, you know, I'm going to incarnate and I want you to do, you know, this for me so I can learn forgiveness or I want you to do that for me so I can learn unconditional love or, you know, and so we, we come to this earth to learn different lessons. Yeah. And I really believe that my father and I had one of those convert, you know, bus stop conversations. And I don't know if his life and the way he lived his life was, was directly for me. You know, in a way it yeah. was, it, it helped me to, to be where I'm at today. Yeah. And, and hopefully my experience may help somebody else. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But forgiveness, unforgiveness is, is it's like, I've heard it explained. It's like drinking poison and hoping the other person will die. And forgiving someone doesn't mean that you forget what they've done. Yeah. But you're able to, to, to move past it. Yeah. And there's always a bigger picture. Always. And I'm very grateful for my father because, like I said, he was one of my greatest teachers. And without him, I wouldn't know unconditional love. And without him, I wouldn't know how to forgive. And because of him, and it's funny, because before he passed, I, I asked him, I said, you know, I really want to know, give me a sign that you're going to be around. I want to know the sign that you're around. And he told me yellow butterflies. And our song, my dad was a big country music fan. And we would, from the time I was little, the two places we would always go to was um, bars and the bowling alley. (laughs) (laughs) And I can always remember being little and dancing on his feet. And one of the songs that we would, that he would sing to me was Butterfly Kisses. Wow. Uh, And that was actually the song when I my first marriage. Um, He was there and my dream was always, you know, having the father daughter dance and he was there, he was sober and he was there and we danced to butterfly kisses and I danced on his feet, which was, you know, it was, it was the miraculous. And so he, he told me that butterfly yellow butterflies was going to be the sign. And ever since for 17 years, he's never failed me. Wow. Ever I've needed him. There's always been a yellow butterfly around. Wow. I can explain it. Um, whether it shows up on my phone in a, <laughs> you know, a Facebook feed, <laughs> a butterfly, you know, out the window, I've had a yellow butterfly come by in the middle of winter. Um, I mean, just strange, strange happenings. So that is one of that's why butterfly kisses is called butterfly kisses is called butterfly kisses full circle full circle i'll 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 i figured it was a little bit deeper than that but thank you for explaining that for me so <laughs> akashic excuse me akashic records yes what exactly is that i kind of got an idea but i don't want to guess and not know what the heck i'm talking about but akashic records are they are the most interesting things i have ever experienced it is like kind of um uh, the internet or the super information highway for your soul. Mm-hmm. Everything you've ever wanted to know about your soul, everything you've ever done, thought, said, did is held in the Akashic records. 
And the Akashic records are not necessarily a place per se, as more of an energetic entity. It's everywhere and nowhere all at the same time, which sounds kind of like an oxymoron, but literally every person that breathes, everything that has energy has an Akashic record. And when you go to sleep at night, you actually, your soul actually goes into the Akashic records at night and you do a download of your day's events. And everything that you've thought, felt, said, and done goes into the Akashic records. And so you can actually enter, you can go into the Akashic records at night when you're sleeping to gather information even. And one of the things I've done is learn how to actually access the records for people and how to access them for myself as well. I do that on a daily basis, but to gather information about who I am at soul level, who you are at soul level, and we can start making decisions and actions based off of who we are at soul level instead of the negative karmic choices that we continue to make, that we have made over lifetimes of coming to, to this earth. Um, and, and start making new ones. And so we, can, we can actually completely change our life just by going into the Akashic Records, finding out who we are at soul level, how God created us to manifest and to be. It's really an interesting process. And then from there, start making conscious choices and decisions in the third dimension, because that's where we live. That's where we play. That's where we manifest and create our life. Hmm. And we are the creators of our own experience. If you don't like something that you're living with right now, you can easily change it by making new decisions. And how do you do that? Well, part of being in the, in the records is they show you what you've done. They show you patterns of things that you've done in the past. So once you become aware of those patterns, you can make different choices. And, you know, awareness is the first step in any change or process, but with great awareness comes great power and great responsibility. And, you know, you get a choice. God gives us all free will. Yeah. And we are allowed to make the choices that we want to make and we can create whatever it is we want to create. If we want to create chaos and misery in our life, that's exactly what we can create. And we have angels and spirit guides that work with us. And if, if that, that's what we want to create, they will open up doors and help us to create exactly what it is we want to create um, based off of our intentions. However, if we want to create something else in, in a life that has meaning and joy and love and compassion and um, the, you know, how and a, a life that the way God created us to live and be, and each one is different. That's the, that's the key is all of us are uniquely different yet all uniquely the same because we all are created in the image of God or the creator or however you want to see him, her, it, what I call God, God, and I call him, him. Um, That's just me personally. But, um, I kind of see it and it's kind of, it's kind of like the old white man with a long beard, but 
story, but it's, I see kind of God, you know, standing in the kitchen and he's like creating the perfect Jason, you know, he's going to throw in a little of this ingredient and a little of that ingredient. And, you know, it's all him and it's all his ingredients and his, his thumbprint. And he creates the perfect Jason based off of who he thinks Jason should be be at soul level. Yeah. He says, okay, I'm giving you the power of free will. Off you go. (laughs) Go and experience yourself, you know? And, 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 and I'm here if you need me and I'm here, you know, just let me know I'm here to guide. (laughs) And then he gives us these wonderful angels to help us as well. And which is just miraculous all on its own in that aspect. So let me ask you this with, with the records does like, um, this might be a silly question, but like, deja vu or like intuition does that kind of like oh yeah relate to it or oh yeah if you ever have a deja vu moment that's usually because we have what's called um the master or um the masters over the records or they um you know we have these the spirit our spirit guides and one of the one of our spirit guides he's kind of the or she is the gatekeeper to our records and so every now and then they will open up the records for us right when we need something at a particular moment in time when they feel like, okay, well, Amy needs, you know, to remember this from a past lifetime. Yeah. And, and, and you know, that feeling when you walk into a room and you feel like you've been there before you, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Oh yeah. That's probably from a past life or a dream that you've had of actually being in that place before you've actually been there. And that's because you've gone into the Akashic Records at night and you're dreaming about it. And they've given you instruction um, because part of going into the Akashic Records is also about learning. We go to school at night when our soul, when our body's at rest and our consciousness is at rest. We actually go you know, into the records and we can learn. I've actually gone in, you know, I wanted to learn different software products or different software items on the computer. And I've been stumped and I'll go to sleep at night with and I'll set the intention. You know, I want to learn X, Y, Z tonight. And the next morning I wake up and I'm like, ah, I know exactly how to do it. And I go and I sit down and I'm like, poof, there it is. Got it figured out. It's because we go into the records and the records know everything that we need to know. And we can, we go to school. We can actually go to school when we go to sleep. And that's why it's so important to get a good night's rest. Um, And for those who have insomnia, I mean, it causes physical ailments when we don't get enough sleep because we don't go into the records and we, our soul doesn't get replenished. And, you know, our soul actually lives 20% in our body, which is kind of interesting. If you think about it, our soul is so vast that 80% 80% of it lives outside of the body. I still have a hard time grasping my mind around that one. But, um, you know, once our soul actually leaves the body, that's, you know, when, when you look at someone who is crossed over and there's no life within them, there's no vital force energy, there's no life force there the soul is left, but that 20% that's, that's in your soul or that's in your body and you go to sleep at night, it just kind of goes off into the records. And I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm making any sense, but no, that, no, I, I, that's 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 deep, and and as I'm listening, it it makes a lot of sense because I um like I I don't say I'm a weirdo, but uh, like I said, I'm very curious about stuff, so I'll watch random things on YouTube or watch random specials on TV just to kind of get an idea of some things that I I've heard about, mm-hmm. but just don't really know too much about. So I'll just watch stuff and just see. So I, I was, I was very, I'm very intrigued by, by that. The, I've, I don't know where I've, I've heard about, uh, Akashic records from, but mm-hmm. I was just, I was just curious to know like what exactly it was. And I, I knew it had something to do with like the, that's why I asked about deja vu or intuitions. I, I figured it was somehow aligned with each other because just mm-hmm. certain things or so I take it like dreams as well, kind of in the same boat. Yes. Um, dream. Everybody has different gifts. You're given gifts. Um, and like one of mine is, is actual astral travel. And so dreams, they can have a particular meaning for people who have those type of gifts. Um, not everybody has it, yeah. but, um, you know, some people have gifts of, um, uh, exploration, which is kind of cool. I would love to have that gift where they, they really excel with being the type of people that just need to go out and explore everything. And, you know, that's where their soul just gets fed and, you know, being in different places at different times. Mine gets fed by going into the Akashic records and actually doing like astral travel and, um, you know, learning things, but anybody can actually do that if they wanted to. Um, but when it comes to intuition, we all have intuition. And if you ever ask a mother about intuition and knowing where their child is and whether they're hurting or not, you know about intuition. Oh, yeah. Um, every mother, I think, has experienced that at one time or another. Um, and fathers, I'm, I'm a mother, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure fathers do too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know what you're saying because my, my mom, she, she has intuitions about everything. She usually, in 90% of the time, she's spot on. She'll say, you know, I just didn't feel right about this or I didn't feel right about that. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's usually unfortunate news, which is what I don't really like about intuition so much because it's typically something I won't say in the negative, but it's usually news that you don't want to hear mm-hmm. or something's bad is going to happen or someone may have passed away or someone is sick or something, you know, someone got in a car crash or whatever it may be. But it's just, it's crazy to me with that bond. And I know like they say that with like identical twins, like mm-hmm. they're just like connected. Mm-hmm. Well, an intuition can be used, um, and especially when you go into the records. When I go into the records and I, I'm able to tap into somebody else's records, I can actually tap into their spirit guides and um, the angels that surround them and actually get downloads or messages from them. And it's not necessarily psychic abilities as much as it's being connected to the records. The records actually increase your intuitive abilities and your psychic abilities, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but it's something I've always had. And like you said, you know, I can, I, I, when my grandmother passed, I, you know, I knew she had passed before she had passed. 
And one of the reasons is she came and actually visited me before she passed. And, um, but everybody has intuition. That is part of our divine being. Not everybody taps into it. Not everybody realizes that they can use it. And it's just like the Akashic Records. And I remember when I first heard about them, I'm like, what the heck is the Akashic Records? (laughs) You know, and it just kept popping up for me until I realized, you know, this has popped up several times. So maybe it's something I really need to look into. And so I did. And the first time I had an Akashic Record reading, I was like, oh, my God, that is so point on. I mean, it was just it was the most spot on reading I've ever had. And when I learned how to do a soul realignment reading, it was even more spot on because it's not only spiritual and quote unquote woo woo, but it really brings it into the physical and into the 3d. And it really helps to ground us into this, this, this world and help us, helps us to manifest and live who we're supposed to be at soul level. So it's not just all about spirituality and living up in our head and, um, you know, quote unquote, the woo woo place, but really experiencing ourselves here in this 3d world and being, being who, who we're supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know how else to explain no, it. No, that's that's perfect. That's definitely perfect. We're um and so let me ask you this. Like as far as you, you know, like intuition or you know, layman's terms, gut feeling or gut instinct, where how how does that kind of tie into, you know, spirituality? Because and like a part of me is like and I fight with this, just my curiosity of, is, is this real? Is he, it, she, her, him, God, is, is this person real? Does this person really have that much power over me and over everyone else? Can this person or this form like really make changes like this? And like a part of me, my, my intuition is like, well, I don't know. It makes me kind of overthink it and it kind of makes me just feel unsure about it. But then a part of me is like, well, you've, you've saw, you've had proof of the proof of the pudding. Like you've saw things that, you know, there was no other way this would have happened without this, this other life form or someone else controlling it. And it just, I don't know. I'm just like on this seesaw of just like, man, is it real? Is it not? Well, when I, when I decided to become a living donor, I'll never forget because I was kind of starting on my, I was in the middle of a spiritual journey and I had been for quite some time. I'd learned to meditate and I was journaling and, uh, you know, and then I would walk away from it for a little while and then I'd come back because life would start getting really crazy and chaotic. And so I would start doing the same practices that I was doing before and, this was one of those times where I had started to meditate again and I had started journaling and I was reading the Bible and trying to really 
figure out where I needed to go in the spiritual life. And my husband was telling me about a friend of his from high school, which which we both went to high school together. And he thought that I knew of, of this guy, but I didn't at the time. I don't, at least I don't remember, at least he was friends with his sister, Jennifer, and I didn't remember Jennifer, but, um, he was telling me about David needing a kidney. And I remember I was washing dishes and just cleaned up, finished cleaning up the kitchen and I was wiping down the counter and he was telling me about David. And I remember, you know, popping my head around the kitchen counter and telling him, I was like, well, I really hope somebody, um, steps up to help him. And it was right then, it was like a lightning bolt just shot through me. And I literally heard, Amy, you will be the one to donate to him. Chills as I said that. And and it was like an all knowing came over me. And I just knew that I would be the one to donate my kidney. And it was the most... And I kind of like turned around and looked in the kitchen, like who the heck just said yeah. that? Because <laughs> it did not come from me. <laughs> Man. And it's the first time that I ever heard a voice besides myself in my head. And it, and it was very pronounced, very pronounced. I mean, just, and, and I just knew. And God can be very persistent when he wants to be. Yeah. And I kept you know, logging into my husband's Facebook page to check and see on David. And because I wasn't friends with um, his sister, Jennifer, at the time. And I was like, okay, God, I was like, you know, I need a sign. Send me a sign because, you know, your voice obviously wasn't a big enough sign. (laughs) (laughs) Send me another one. (laughs) And uh, I just found out that I was O positive. And I don't know what, remember how I just, how I just found out something at work or whatever. And uh, one of Jennifer's posts was that um, David was O positive. And I'm like, okay. So I took that as a sign that this was some, and I knew that O positive was like a, it was a rare type thing and he needed an O positive um, donor. So I was like, okay, well, I will, um, at least fill out the paperwork. Well, at least talk to my husband about it first. (laughs) And I remember telling him, honey, I've been thinking, (laughs) (laughs) which kind of scared him. Yeah. So I filled out the paperwork and then I got a call asking me to come in for, you know, an appointment. And I'm like, seriously, (laughs) wow. Did you not read my application? (laughs) Seriously? And we ended up being a perfect match. And it was a one in 20 million match, they said, because we lived so close together and we literally should have been siblings. That was how close of a match we were. What? Yes. And it's been 10 years, July 6th. And um, yep. And David's, David's doing fantastic. And he's a grandfather now. And he, you know, both his daughters have gotten married and He's, he's walked both his daughters down the aisle and got to do the father-daughter dance with both of them. And, you know, he, he his grandson knows him. And he was literally on death's door. He almost died before I gave him this kidney. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm doing perfectly well. Yeah. So 
that started my journey into, you know, listening more to my intuition, listening more to my guides, understanding what guides were, what spirit guides were. Um, and then I met Jessica, who was um, a medium. And that was another story that was kind of weird. Her dog literally introduced me to her. I was out for a walk one day and this dog jumped into my arms and <laughs> um, would not leave me alone until I went over and talked to his, his, his owner. And then we walked together and that's how I met Jess. And she really, you know, at that point opened up a whole new world for me wow. when it came to um, tapping into my gifts, yeah. gifts that I have. Uh, and she introduced me. She had never studied Akashic Records. I actually learned it from someone else, but she she opened up the channels, quote unquote. Now, when it comes to spirituality and intuition and who is God and, you know, is he this all powerful thing that can help things be created? I believe, you know, we are the unique creators of our own experience. We get to choose the life that we're living by the choices and actions. I could have easily chosen not to donate that kidney to David and gone a different route. Now, in another parallel universe, that may have happened. I don't know. Um, that's a whole other topic of conversation for another podcast. But um, I made that choice, that conscious choice. Now, granted, I heard of this voice and everything just kind of fell into place. And I felt really good about it and about going. And I just knew that this was something I was supposed to do. And I never wavered. Yeah. I was never scared. And I knew I was completely taken care of. And it was just an all knowing that came over me. I can't explain it any other way. Yeah. And just like this all knowing that my husband is still here with me, he is in heaven. He is, but his spirit's still here. It's just an all knowing. Yeah. Um, and it's an all knowing that. You know, there is an Akashic Records. It's an all-knowing for me that there is a God in heaven. He does not, or she does not, quote-unquote, direct our lives, but gives us opportunities to experience ourselves as a divine creator just like him. Because yeah. we're made, we're literally made in his image. He created our souls to create and to be and to live and to experience because that's what he does. Yeah. And it's all energy. He is not some white dude on a chair with a long beard. <laughs> he, she, it is, is a, it's, it's an all encompassing to me anyway, energy that just surrounds and engulfs and it's an all-knowing it's a it's a it's a being and i can remember when i was really young you know 17 18 16 you know just so frustrated because i couldn't understand who i was where i was why i was here life made no sense and i felt invisible like nobody could see me 
And today I feel seen. Yeah. Today I feel heard. And it's taken that journey. And it's kind of like, you know, we forget when we're born, we have this amnesia of what heaven is. And I believe that heaven is here, right here on this planet with us. It's all around us. We just have to open our eyes and our senses and our, our intuition to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's like, um, I explained it in another podcast. It's kind of like um, a, a glass face where the air is the same on the inside of the glass face as it is on the outside of the glass face. And our bodies are the exact same as this glass face. And when that glass face breaks, the air is still the same. There's there's no, you know, do you see what it, it So we are the same air, whether we have this body or not. Yeah. And yeah, that, that makes sense. Man, that's, that's, that's deep. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I, w- I want to first commend you for, you know, having the courage and being willing to step up when you're called to, to help save another person's life. You know, a lot, a lot of people wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know. I won't say they wouldn't have the courage or maybe they wouldn't have the courage to do that. Uh, you know, a lot of situations when it's presented in front of us, you know, some people say, you know, uh, I would do anything to save the next man, or I would do anything to save this person or that person. But when it really like hits you in the face and you have the opportunity to do it, it's like, would you really do it? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that's that right there is just. And this is a and this is a guy your husband knew, but you didn't know it was to you it was an, it was a stranger. Like, yes, didn't have any type of relationship with this person. And. You put yourself out there just to help him out. And I think that's. Man, that's that's just next level. Like, I think that is something that can actually carry on and, and help out like the world we live in today is like with the, this person next to me, I don't know them, but if I was in danger and I needed something, I needed help. Like, would this person help me? I would hope so. Cause you know, we're all the same. Yep. We, we are all the same. We're just in a different glass face. And um, I um, like to use the analogy that, you know, we all come from the same lake. And if you think about, you know, an ocean or a lake, it's all the same water. And if you take a ladle and you scoop a little bit of the ocean or the lake out and you put it in a glass, does that change the ocean or that water from an ocean? I mean, is it different just yeah. because it's in the glass versus in the ocean? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's still not ocean water. It's still lake water. It's still, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's still the same. And we all come from the same ocean and it doesn't matter what we look like on the outside, our physical casing or still all the same on the inside. Um, our souls come from the same place. And I'm here to I'm here to help others hopefully see and know who they are at soul level so we can start having compassionate conversations like we're having today. Yeah. 
and you know be able to look beyond the physical into the spiritual into the heavenly realms because i believe that heaven is here on earth and i believe that we are we're here to just experience love and in heaven there is nothing but love yeah and it's, go ahead oh sorry it's it's funny you said this and this actually has nothing to do with what we're talking about but the more that you keep saying it it just makes me think about this my wife loves the temptations <laughs> and for those that are Temptations fans, they have a song called I, I Have Heaven Right Here on Earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they're obviously speaking about a woman and the person that they love. But it um, like if people listen to that song, listen to the lyrics, it's kind of like the experiences of, of you know, what heaven is. And you're saying like heaven is here on earth, like just listening to those lyrics is they're trying to like lay it out for us that, you know, everything that we know we've read in the Bible or we've heard about, you know, the next phase of our lives would look like it's here and it's up to us to actually, you know, I won't say check into it, but take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. We don't die. We continue living. Yeah. Our bodies go away, but our spirits continue on. And I think one of the things that, you know, in the Bible and Christianity, Jesus talks about, you know, he, he rose again. He di- he did not die. Yeah. Um, and he's telling us we don't die. Our spirits are internal, yeah. you know, their, their energy and energy can never be created or destroyed. Yeah. And we continue to live and breathe we're just in a different form when we leave when we leave this body and but while we're here we get to play oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> this makes so that, so this what you just talked about reincarnation yes um I, I i believe in it i do too because i've i've like had people you know that I've lost in the past and I feel like I won't say they came back as someone else, but maybe something else, whether it be, you know, an animal or, you know, just this particular flower that just popped up. I don't know, but I feel like it's real. Um, and it just, I don't know, like when I lay down at night, sometimes like I feel like it's something like, and I've told my wife this and she probably thought it was kind of crazy, but like when I lay down and I close my eyes sometimes and I'm not like really sleeping, I'm just kind of just laying there just thinking about stuff. I feel like this presence over me, like just looking at me or looking over me. I don't know what it is and I can't explain it. But then like once I like acknowledge it, then I just go right to sleep. It's your guardian angel. Is it like at the, do you feel it like at the foot of your bed or at the head of your bed? The head of my bed. It's your guardian angel. Yeah, it's like, it's like, and it feel, and I feel like it's like got piercing eyes just like staring at me and like wanting to say something to me. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm like, and I don't know who it is. I don't know. Like, ask them. Man. What is it that you want? Thank you. What is it that you want? And they'll tell you. It's really kind of, it's really kind of cool. Um, 
because when you're open to it and you're open to the communication, mm-hmm. things will happen. I mean, I get, uh, my grandmother sends me pennies. I have a podcast called Pennies from, from Heaven. And it talks about how she sends me pennies at the most unusual time. Um, and here recently, my husband has been sending me this black flat or feather, mm. and, which is kind of cool. And um, then my dad sends me the um, the yellow butterflies. So you get you get signs from 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 family members who have passed if you ask for them, and they also will speak to you because the the our family members who have passed on they want to still communicate. Yeah, they just communicate a little bit differently. And even our angels want to speak to us. Your guardian angel obviously has something he wants, he or she wants to say to you. Yeah. Um, especially if you're feeling the presence. That's why I asked if it was at the head or the foot, because if it's at the head, it was the it's your guardian angel, usually. Um, and it's a very it's a bigger presence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and usually it's more like a you know the guardian angel archangel type thing. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. So, any anyone listen to this? Once you, once you hear this, if you see me somewhere, you might look at me sideways like I'm crazy. Just know, if you yeah. experience this, you know I'm not crazy because and it's, it has happened multiple times to me. And I really didn't say anything, but one night I just had it to my wife like, man, I just feel like somebody's watching me. She mm-hmm. was like, what? So she's already like a scary person and panicking. She's <laughs> so now she couldn't sleep. <laughs> but I was like, it's nothing like that. It just feels. I just feel something. I don't know what it is. Man. That's interesting. Yeah. I would ask them what they wanted. Man. And um and see. But yeah, they 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 speak to us. I have my spirit guide, Jonathan. He's we've been together for probably many lifetimes, but he is um he's kind of cool. He's um a black jazz mu- musician. He plays a, a saxophone. <laughs> and he wears this little black cap that kind of pulls down over his eyes, and that's the way I see him. And Sometimes when I really need to tap into him and for guidance, I'll just play some jazz music. Wow. And it really uplifts my soul and I connect. And he shows up for me in many different ways. And I hear him kind of in my left ear. I'll hear him talking and he's always got this low, rusky voice, you know, like a jazz musician that just... Smokes too much. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got this really cool personality. And, um, and you know, he, he's guided me on many different occasions. Uh, well, a lot. Uh, daily. I hear him daily. So, wow. um, But it's taken me a while to be able to really listen and trust that intuition and that voice within to know that it I wasn't one making it up in my head. Yeah. Because... That's where we get our mind comes into play and we, we tend to overanalyze and we tend to say, oh, well, that really didn't happen. Yeah. And when we do that, the, the spirits, the spirit guides, and the, they, they back off a little bit. Yeah. We're not ready. So when we acknowledge them and say, I hear you, what is it that you want to tell me? Or thank you, you know, send me another sign. You know, it encourages them to continue on. Yeah. That you want to, that you're open to receiving. And sometimes I'll hear buzzing in my ear and I know that, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to get a download or something's getting ready to happen. So I just say, thank you. I'm ready. Sometimes I'm prompted to go and sit and write. 
and I'll just start journaling and something amazing will pop out. <laughs> I'm like, where'd that come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it, it's, it's tapping into that and learning to trust that intuition, that gut within you and learning to trust what you're hearing. Yeah. And sometimes it's, a, it's just an all knowing that comes over. Yeah. It, it's not even a voice. It's just, it's, it's, it's like almost like telepathy almost. Um, like I just know, and I can't tell you where I know it from. I just know. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's, man, that's, I've, I've, I've experienced a lot of, a lot of those feelings and I just didn't know. So I, I really appreciate you taking the time out with me today and just talking with me about it and and me just getting and I know it's only been like an hour but just gaining a better uh understanding of you know certain things I know there's a whole lot more to know and, and learn oh, but yeah. just having just the I would say the the foundation of where it's all coming from it definitely helps well, I could, like I said, I could go on forever, but I know this is probably only an hour show, so <laughs> for yeah, anybody, but uh, hopefully, um, and I'd love to talk with you more about what you hear and oh yeah, um, and all that because I, I find it interesting. Man. Yeah, I definitely appreciate you, Amy, for for hopping on with me. Are you um? And I know people can't see you, but I feel like I saw you somewhere. I don't know. I don't know why, but I just feel like, like man, I feel like I saw her somewhere. Um, I, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm in Charlotte too. You in Charlotte? This may be, that might be what it's like, man, I've seen her somewhere. I don't know where I've seen her, but I've seen her. Man. <laughs> yep. I'm in Charlotte. That's weird. That's funny. We'll have to That's meet probably up mean. I've tell people like I'm originally from Canton, Ohio, so we're, it's a small city, but I tell people like, it's like, how is Charlotte? I was like, oh, Charlotte's cool. Like, you know, it's, it's like, well, it's much bigger than Canton where we're from, but it's it's still like a small city. It's like a big city, but it's like a small city. It's like, you still, it's a lot, it's a lot bigger than where I'm from, but you still see a lot of the same people all the time, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, um, I live over in the Cotswold area. Well, I'm technically, I'm in Huntersville. I just oh. say Charlotte because a lot of people don't know what Huntersville is, but yeah, technically mm-hmm. I'm in Huntersville. Yep. I never know where Huntersville is. Man. I knew, I knew, I knew when I first, and that's probably main, one of the main reasons I picked you. I saw you from like North Carolina. Then I was like, man, I've saw her somewhere. I don't know where, but I've saw her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, um, my podcast is also done. Um, I have a audio and video platform. Man. So I have to, I don't waste time on this episode, but I would have to talk to you about video. I've been, kind of just brainstorming and wanting to do it, but I've not been so sure about doing it. Probably have mm-hmm. to find a better setup because right now um, I, I'm in my closet. It's the best soundproof area I have with all the clothes and everything. It's nice and quiet mm-hmm. and, can, and can close out. This is where I do it at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I've done many podcasts in the closet. So yeah. for in a previous life, well, previous life, previous job, I did a podcast <laughs> and that's where I would do it is in, in the closet, be, just for that particular reason. Yep. So, um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, no, um, I've actually been on the news before too. So, but we've probably been in the same circles 
Oh yeah. Definitely has. Yeah. But I definitely appreciate you being on Amy. Um, it was a pleasure. Uh, and since we're in Charlotte, we might cross paths again. <laughs> now that I know we're here in Charlotte as well. Uh, I'm like, yo, I talked to her. We talked. Well, maybe we can meet up for some coffee or tea. Yes. Yes. I would like that. I would like that. But you have to bring the baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got I got to make sure she's fed first, because if she's not fed, she's she's going to let everyone know that she's not. <laughs> oh, oh, love me some babies. Man. Yep. Well, best. thank you so much for being on with me. Uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your week or upcoming weekend. Uh, and we'll definitely have to link back up and, and, and catch up and talk again. Uh, I yeah. definitely enjoyed this conversation and look forward to, you know, talking more. But, but before you go, for people that are listening, my listeners or anybody that may be new listening, just give people an idea how they can contact you or listen to you or any platforms that you're on. Uh, well, my website is amygraycunningham.com, and that's G-R-A-Y. And then you can find me on Facebook at Amy Gray Cunningham and also on Instagram at Amy Gray Cunningham. So, and then I also have a Twitter and a LinkedIn page as well. So you can find all that on my website. Oh, cool, so cool. Links to all that. So it's all right. Amy Gray Cunningham. Well, and, thank uh, you, Amy. Um, it was a pleasure. And we're done. Have a great afternoon. You too. Yo, hold up. This episode is over, but don't forget, go hit that like and subscribe button for me. Thanks for listening.